Greetings, Internet listeners. This is Mr. Announcer with The Complacence Podcast. The Complacence originally aired from September 1995 to June 1996, live on WNUR-FM, Evanston, Illinois. This week on The Complacence, with Gunner and Johnny absent and Fig at school, a nervous Fred is forced to represent the band in front of a parents' group. Meanwhile, Debbie Duncan, a.k.a. Minnie Blinds, searches for the trapped Curtis Hambones, a.k.a. The Curtain. I should also point out that this episode contains my personal favorite complacent song. I think you'll know it when you hear it. The next voice you hear is coming to you from February 10th, 1996. You're listening to WNUR Freeform, The Complacents, coming up soon. And now, The Complacence, starring The Complacence. Everybody hop inside, around the world on a magic ride, a big time adventure and fun, rock and roll music for everyone, so take my hand, you've never seen such a magical Transor, Dr. Demon's army of mechanical brutes is right on your tail. Fig, if you want to catch that bus, you better start paying a little less attention to that cartoon and a little more attention to your frosted mini-wheats. Oh, these aren't frosted mini-wheats. We were all out of frosted mini-wheats, so I took some regular shredded wheat and a bunch of those giant pixie sticks, and I made my own frosting. How'd you get the pixie dust to stick to the shredded wheat, you little sugar fiend? Marshmallow fluff? Nope. Glue! Fig, do you want fun fruits or shark bites in your lunch? Um, shark bites, but take out all the hammerheads. I already did. I know how much you hate orange dye number seven. Now take your lunch bag and skedaddle. I think I can hear your bus. But the bus never comes until 7.18. <gasps> oh no, he must have a substitute driver. I'd better run. Come straight home after school. We've got that PR. <laughs> oh no, there's the bus. Hey, wait for me! No! Don't close the door! Yeah, open the door again! Hey, don't close the door again! Quit taunting me! Let me in! I'll let you in this time, but if you're late again, you can walk to school! 
Hey, what happened to Bernardo, the old bus driver who did magic tricks and gave us candy? He moved to New Mexico to start a magic candy store. Alt Radio Complacence fans note that this means the Complacents do not live in New Mexico. Now sit down. We're late already. But all the seats are taken. Sit in the back seat next to that boy in the New Jersey Devil's Cap. But that's Danny Watterson. He's bad news. Nobody sits with him. Sit down. Um... Excuse me, Danny. Could I sit here? What? Do you want to sit on my lap? Do they call you fake because you're such a fruit? No, bullies usually call me fag when they want to make fun of my general disinterest in sports and girls. Oh, a comedian, huh? Let's see how funny you are without your left shoe. Hey, don't! Ouch, you're twisting! You could at least untie it. Huh? No, not out the window! Uh-huh. Who's laughing now, Sinbad? He doesn't know I keep all my jokes in my right shoe. What was that? Uh, nothing. You sure got me good. Damn straight I did. Now don't you ever sit next to me again, fruit. I think I can live with that. Well, here we are at school. See you later, Danny. Bye, fruit. Later that day. Boy, what a rough day. Just my luck to lose my shoe the day we do rock climbing in gym. Oh well, at least I've got astronomy next. I hope we learned about wormholes and aliens and... Oh no, what's Danny doing in my astronomy class sitting in the seat right next to mine? They took me out of graphic arts because they said I needed a science credit. And you could just should just talk softer, pansy fruit. Well, Danny, I certainly hope we can let bygones be bygones and... Okay, let's settle down, people. We've got a lot of work to do today. Now, if you'll remember from last class, the sun is a lousy clock. Ouch! Is there a problem, Fig? Oh, no, Mr. Ling. I just jabbed the end of this paperclip under my fingernail. Well, try not to be so clumsy. Now, using the sidereal day, we find that... Oh, the... that awful Danny is throwing homemade Chinese stars at me. I wish he made them out of paper like other kids. And the worst part is, there's nothing I can do about it. If I ran on him, he's sure to... Ouch! Big. I'm sorry, I just fell asleep in my binder. Good grief. Sleeping in class, huh? Oh, no, I was... I mean, yes, but I was... Well, stay awake and pay attention, damn it. I don't want to hear another word out of you. Now, the synodic day, on the other hand... Better keep quiet, Big. I need to see you get in trouble. Wait, Danny, or get us both in... Hey, what are you doing with that Bunsen? <laughs> Everybody, Fig's doing a funny dance. <laughs> well, he's even kicking it off school. Hey, I wish I had some cardboard. Go Fig, go Fig, go, go Fig, go, 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 go Fig, go Fig. That's enough. Go Let me through this circle you formed to encourage his dancing. Always got to be the center of attention, huh, Fig? Well, you're going to be the center of detention after school in the principal's office. And get your butt out of the eyewash fountain. Later that afternoon... So this is the principal's office. I don't know how he can get any work done in here. It's so dark and musty. And who is that behind the desk? She's not the principal. I'm Mrs. Crankle, the detention monitor. But where's the principal? Oh, he doesn't work here anymore. They found out kids were actually trying to get sent to the principal's office because it had air conditioning and good lighting, and they could look at this stereogram with the unicorns. Don't ruin the surprise for me. So they boarded up the windows and brought in the rats and the Iron Maiden. It's mostly for show. And they moved the principal to a swank office atop the Carlisle building. Now, sit your over overly curious butt down next to Kurt over there. <laughs> Fresh meat. Put that sandwich down, Kurt. 
You know there's no eating in detention. So what do I have to do here? Just keep quiet until 4.30 so I can read my V.C. Andrews novel. 4.30? But I'll be late for... Quiet down or I'll make it 5. Oh, Adrian is going to have my head. So, uh, what are you in here for? Oh, it's a long story. It wasn't my fault, though. Oh, yeah. He never does anything wrong. He's a real teacher's pet. Hey, I've seen my share of trouble. I dropped my egg baby in health last year. Uh, so what are you guys here for? I supposedly violated the dress code, but I challenged someone to find the passage in the student handbook where it says shirts have to be opaque. Well, I think those mesh things are made for guys anyway. Uh, what are you in here for, Kurt? I, I don't know. Force habit, I guess. Say, what's that in your notebook? Oh, that's nothing. It's just a little song I'm writing. Oh, the Goody Two-Shoes is a songwriter, huh? Are you in a band? I bet they really rock out. Actually, I am in a band. Uh, we don't rock too hard, though. We're called the Complacents. The Complacents? We love the Complacents. We've got all your records. Really? Wow, I thought it would be really hard to gain the respect of the tough kids. Well, you're no ordinary geek. You're a geek rocker. Geek rocker? Hmm, maybe we should put that in our press kit. So, what's the song you're writing? Well, I usually don't show my songs to anyone until they're finished, but since you guys are being so friendly and accepting of my good citizenship, I guess I can make an exception. It's a ska song about... A ska song? I don't like you talking to the band in, in that direction. I mean, take this! Ouch! Yeah, <laughs> hope you like that. Okay, that's it. Five o'clock. You're listening to The Complacence on WNUR. Last week on The Curtain, the mysterious seductress Sylvia Gold had mysteriously seduced our hero Curtis Hambones, a.k.a. The Curtain, and knocked him unconscious to boot. Meanwhile, the Major League Super Crime Busters tried to prevent Captain Killo, Dark Bucky, and Seam Ripper from escaping from prison. But the mysterious and decidedly non-seductive Swami Salami teleported them away on a wing and a prayer, leaving the superheroes in a sea of deranged prison inmates. We start off this week in Swami Salami's secret underground lair. Master Swami? Go away! Can't you see I'm practicing magic? But Master... Silence! Leave me now. Master, I have the curtain. You do? My dear, why didn't you say so earlier? Where is he? Blitz, Blitzkrieg Man and Dark Bucky are guarding him in the dungeon. Did you get Mrs. Hugglebum? Strangely, no. Blitzkrieg Man said something about Bizarro Monkey Boy going crazy and running off with her over his shoulder. I shall use my scrying glass to find them soon enough, but it is of no importance now. Leave me now, bloody murder. I have to practice some arcane arts. Yes, Master Swami. Let's see. Windows 95 for dummies. Chapter 3. Out of the box and onto the hard drive. Meanwhile, at the prison full of enraged prisoners who are escaping right and left. Keep fighting, Mr. Shammy. We can't let these convicts escape. Ah, that's... Just too many of them, Lady Victory. My chamois is starting to dry out. Mr. Shammy's right, Lady Victory. I don't think we'll be able to keep them all in. And it's announcer man with another astounding uppercut, and a left, and a right, and convict after convict falls, soundly defeated by announcer man. Announcer man, can we tie up this battle somehow? Do your own fighting. I am. Meow, meow. Oh, all right. Suddenly, there was an avalanche on that mountain above us, and big, heavy rocks came and plugged up the hole in the prison wall. Are you happy? Well, they're not escaping anymore, but now we're trapped in here with them. Well, excuse me all to hell. 
My, you're a snippy today, announcer man. Announcer woman left me this morning. Well, don't worry about that. With my Amazonian super strength, I will hurl each of you over the prison wall. Well then, how will you get out, Lady Victory? I'll use my powerful leg muscles to leap over the walls, Super American. Perhaps I can hurl you over with my government-enhanced super strength. How could we land without breaking our legs? That would be a pretty far way to fall. Perhaps we can use my dried-out chamois as a parachute. Maybe we could just ask the warden to let us out. I could use my wrist communicator to contact another super team. Like the Legion of Super Announcers. Or the Uncanny X-Crime Busters. He's standing right over there. The Robo-Police Super Army. He's waving to us. The Dog Squad. Major League Super Crime Busters, thank you for not letting any of these prisoners escape through that hole in the wall. Well, glad to be of service, Warden. And we can tell you that we'll find the prisoners that teleported out in no time. What? Some of the prisoners escaped? Three of them. They were teleported away. That's horrible. Nigel? Yes, sir? Escort those so-called heroes out of here. Ha! Couldn't even prevent a jailbreak. And you guys, get back to work breaking up them rocks. Oh, don't shake the mallet at me. I'm not scared. And so, the heroes returned to their fortress in Manhattan, disappointed at their failure to get any credit. Meanwhile, back in Swami Salami's secret lair... Hey guys, what's going on? Sylvia Gold, aka Bloody Murder, it is indeed quite pleasurable to see you again! Hello, Bloody Murder. It's been a long time. Hey baby, why did we ever stop killing together? You liked guns, I liked knives, Captain Killo. We didn't work together very well. Oh yeah, you and your patented double D edge. That's not all about her, that's double D. <laughs> oh, you know, Dark Bucky. Well, uh, I think it, it it's possible once I took a gander. No, uh, I don't think you did. And your dirty laundry. Suddenly, Curtis comes around. Whoa, where am I? Why am I so woozy? Uh-oh, I'm tied up tight. I can't move. Oh no, I'm being held prisoner by Dark Bucky Captain Killo Blitzkrieg Man and Seam Ripper and... Sylvia? What connection does she have to those foul criminals? Well, it's been a while, but now we're teammates again. That's right, teammates. Perhaps that's the connection. Now I just gotta break through these ropes and shout my battle cry. It's curtains for you, villains! Hey, he's a fake! If he's free! No, he's not. He's still tied up. I am? I guess I didn't strain hard enough. Blitzkrieg man, go tell the Swami that Mr. Hambones is awake. Meanwhile, I shall sit on his lap in a mysterious and seductive fashion. Anything Barzan so gratuitously, Paul Kurtutinus as yourself! Hmm, clicking twice on a mouse button is called a double click. Hasvami! Hasvami! Agent News! Agent News! Blitzkrieg man, don't bother me now. The cotton is awake! He is vengeful and alive and straining against the ropes that bind him like Argentina as it strides in a feudal battle against the Nazi movement. Well, why didn't you say so? Now I can begin manipulating his mind with my magic. When I'm through, he won't be the curtain anymore. He'll be Dark Curtain. Meanwhile, Debbie returns to her and Curtis's trendy Manhattan apartment for the evening. Hello? Is anybody here? Hello? Curtis? Mrs. Hugglebum? A anybody? Hmm. These tea and crumpets have scarcely been touched. And here's six empty beer cans. And, and monkey hair. And... 
What's this on the wine glass? Lipstick? It's not my shade. It's not Mrs. Hugglebum's. Curtis must be having an affair. Curtis, where are you? Are you in here? Are you on the pot? Well, he, he's not on the pot. Hey, sexy lady's underwear. Oh, this is mine. I'll just put this away. Someone's at the door. I hope they're not going to complain about the noise. Uh, coming. Hello, mini blinds. Dr. Patriot, what brings you here? Well, I'm seeking a way to rejoin the Major League Super Crime Busters. I was wondering if you could spare any old superhero costumes. Well, Curtis threw his old straight-edge costume away, but I still have the patterns. Oh, here they are. Oh, thank you. Thanks very much. So, uh, where are you living now? Uh, well, Sir Lancelot and Lady Guinevere are renting the apartment next door, and they're letting me crash with them for a while. In the meantime, I've been putting in hours down at the pharmacy, uh, trying to get back on my feet, you know. Well, good luck, I guess. Bye. Bye. That Dr. Patriot, so nice. Uh, Curtis! Where in sweet blessed hell is he? Hey, there's ladies' underwear in his underwear drawer. Oh, I, I guess I just now put it there by mistake. Hang on. Didn't Dr. Patriot have a spread-in playgirl a while back? I think he did. Well, no time to go through my collection now. Is he on the pot? Oh, I checked the pot already. Maybe he's out superhearing. Uh, nope, there's his costume. Oh, well, I guess he was kidnapped or something. I'm, I'm tired. I'll figure it out tomorrow. Will tomorrow be too late? Will tomorrow matter tonight? Will the sun come out tomorrow? I'm tired, too. For the next hair-raising adventure of the curtain, tune in next week when you will hear announcer man say, Announcer woman, I don't believe you had an affair with Bizarro announcer man. You're listening to The Complacence on WNUR. Try church! Now, do you have apocalyptic visions of death? Dreams of the second coming of the Lord? Guilt from the numerous murders you've been part of, but now left far behind you. Well, so do we. That's why we go to church. It's some place that you can go to wash away all that guilt and fear of imminent doom, or at least drown it away in some communion wine. <laughs> That's right, wine. Many churches give away good quality wine free every Sunday. So if you got some sin, want some wine, or even if you're looking for a place to pick up a date. Try church. You're listening to The Complacence on WNUR. Last week on Blindy the Roadie Without Fear, Blindy found himself thrown in jail for crimes that he didn't commit. Well, crimes that he mostly didn't commit. Uh, I guess he did commit a few of them. Anyway, Blindy's legless cellmate tried to get him to help bust out of jail. And that's where we join the story. You ready for this, kid? Um... Look, you don't even have a plan. That's where you're wrong. I've got the whole thing planned out. I've been saving up all the citrus fruit they've given me for the last few months and combining its acidic juice with my own hydrochloric stomach acid from vomiting in this bare, this here, bowel movement jar. See? Um, now, I... How inventive that is. Yes. So the way I see it, this jar is our ticket out of here. I don't follow you. Come on! Acid corrodes metal. And what are these bars in the window? They're metal. Smarten up, kid. So you corrode the bars and then, and then break out through the window. Now you're following. Now take the jar and splash those bars, Blindy. Okay. 
Okay, I'll, I'll help you with this, but I, I'm not going along along with you. Uh, whatever you want, kid. See, if you're still singing that tune a few years and a couple pet cockroaches later, not to fault the roaches or anything, uh, they're very undemanding pets. Uh, here goes. <clears throat> well, try taking the lid off first. Jeez. Oh, whoops. Oh, uh, God! This smells awful! Hey, that's the smell of freedom, buddy boy. Careful with it. It took me a long time to dry heave all that acid up. One homemade escape concoction later. Good work, kid. Ah, uh, now just pull out that last bar and I should be able to squeeze through. <sighs> all right. Uh, give me a lip up to, up to the window. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I'll just... Okay, I'll crawl through here. Hey, uh, it's a little yes, bit I'll, higher I'll up than you, I thought. I'll give you a push, okay? Oh, whoa! Whoa! That sounded so familiar. On the outside of the jail. A little fault, but I made it. I'm a free man again. Now, if only I had my skateboard. I guess I'm kind of stuck here. Hey, little skateboard kid, come over here. I'll give you some candy. Back inside. Hey, Blindy, you're in luck. This religious fellow just informed us that the end of the world is near, so we're letting everyone go. Uh, thanks. Now is the time for all to repent. This also gives us more time for squirrel gambling and donuts. And so Blindy leaves the jail. Will he wander aimlessly or find someone to tell of Swami Salami's diabolical plan? Find out next week. You're listening to The Complacence on WNUR. Ah, another day at the office. I almost hate to be stuck in here on such a beautiful day. At least there's nothing big planned for today. Maybe I'll go in my office, take off my pants, and practice my putting. Hello there, Alanis. Hello, Mr. Cream School. My, you're looking chipper today. Alanis, I can't even tell you the kind of mood I'm in today. It was just one of the mornings. I wake up perfectly well-rested. My alarm didn't even go off. I took a nice long shower, read the Daily Variety, and headed straight over. Traffic wasn't even bad. It's such a great day. Too bad you missed half of it. What? It's three o'clock. Three o'clock? Golly gee, hi! Alanis, you're supposed to be my secretary. If I sleep in, you should call and wake me up. Well, Mr. Creamsicle, you're always so prompt and punctual, I assumed you are in an accident. Oh. Well then, <clears throat> I'll be in my office. Okay, boss. She's right, though. It is unlike me to be late. In fact, I've prided myself on my sense of organization. Oh, well, uh, if I'm going to slip up once, then it might as well be today when absolutely nothing important is happening. Uh, uh Mr. Creamsicle? Yes, Alanis? Uh. You didn't forget about the very important public appearance this afternoon, did you? Ah! What very important public appearance? Uh. The complacents are participating in a question-and-answer panel at the community center. It's part of the city's getting-to-know-the-possibly-detrimental-influence-on-our-children program. Oh, my God! That was a chance to smooth things over with the parents. If the parents think we're wholesome, it doesn't matter what the kids like because they'll get complacent albums for their birthdays. Alanis! What time is the panel thing? Alanis! Alanis! Sorry, boss. I got tired of using the intercom, so I thought I'd come into your office. By the way, I noticed your pants are still on. Yes, Alanis, I noticed that too. Now tell me, what time does this thing start? Four o'clock. Four o'clock? That's one hour! Yep. Alanis, where are the boys? Well, let me see. Uh, figures in detention. Detention? Gunner, uh, well, Gunner hasn't been feeling too comfortable around me for some reason, so he took off on his Harley to uh, clear his head. Head? And Johnny flew off to Europe with his new girlfriend, Mitzi. Europe? Oh, no! You mean to tell me we have a complacent public appearance in... 
55 minutes and we have no available complacence. Well, we still have Fred. Fred James? Yeah, he should be at home. Ah, I guess one accidental peripheral and parenthetical complacent is better than none. Let's just pray they don't ask him to sing. One ten-minute drive through clear traffic later. Here's Fred's house now. Ah, oh, jeez. I, I guess I'll park on the curb. I think I get lost in that driveway. Ah, he's not answering. Come on. Hey, wait. The door's ajar. Good thing he lives in such a nice neighborhood. I... I suppose I'll just let myself in. Hello? Fred? Where are you? Are you preoccupied? No, he's not in the woodworking shop. Not in the kitchen? Nor in the bedroom. Hmm, where could he be? Wait, I think I hear something in the basement. I'm coming to get you. I'm yes, I can hear him. It's so dark down here. What's he I'm saying? The Minotaur. Rawr. Fred, I'm, where are you? I'm the Minotaur. This whole basement is one big maze. I'm the Minotaur. I'm the Minotaur. Don't make me behead you. Fred, what are you doing? Why are you dressed up in that bull costume, for Christ's sake? Uh, it's a man bull costume. Hey, and who's this? Hi, I'm, um, Marla. <laughs> She's the girl I met at the mall last week. Oh, yeah, I remember you. Excuse me, Perseus, but can I speak to the monster alone? Uh, what do you want? Fred, it's an emergency. Alanis just reminded me we've got a public appearance tonight. Uh, we do? Yeah, in 40 minutes. Well, where are the other complacents? Fred, I'm sorry. You're gonna have to go solo on this one. Solo? Me? But, but, but I won't know what to do. I usually just hide behind the speaker stacks. Fred, listen to me. When you signed that contract that made you one of the complacents, no matter how accidental that signature was, it bound you. Not only legally, but by your honor to uphold certain responsibilities toward the benefit of the complacence organization. And while for the most part those responsibilities have been to stay the hell out of the way and let the talented people do their work, in this instance we really need you to pull through for us. Now, have your girlfriend help you out of your bull suit and get over to the community center right away. Okay, you can let yourself out. If you get lost, just put your right hand on the wall and keep following it. Oh, Fred, will you really have to perform all by yourself? It looks like it. Oh, Marla, I'm so nervous. I've never even played with the rest of the band, much less performed solo. I don't know if I can do it. Oh, Fred, you just go up there and, and do the best that you can. I believe in you, Fred. And being with you, I'm starting to believe in myself. Just when life starts to look like one big difficult maze, you come along into my life and everything seems all right. From the start to the end, 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 from the start to the end. The pencil is poised where the arrow is pointing. I've sharpened it twice, my red number two. Now I'm just underway. There's already a choice Right turn, left turn, what should I do? From the start to the end 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 I didn't bring thread to unroll behind me The one mark I leave is the thin graphite trail No dry crumbs of bread for birds to devour Right turn, left turn, what if I fail? It's amazing that I'm with you it's amazing that I'm with you, but it's so much trouble to find my way through. I have
to stay focused, that's all I can do. There's no answer key to give me a clue. It's amazing that I'm with you. From the start to the end, 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 from the start to the end. That's all I can do. I've come to a dead end. I'm stuck here forever. My death will be slow. But then you suggest that I try turning around. Right turn, left turn. How did you know? It's amazing that I'm with you. It's amazing that I'm with you. But it's so much trouble to find my way through. I have to stay focused. That's all I can do. There's no for you, Marla. Well, yes, I gathered that, Fred. But you stop worrying about me. You go and do the best that you can at the community center. Aren't you coming? Well, I'm sorry, Fred, but I can't. I have to go to work at the beef slaughterhouse. Well, all right. I'll miss you. I'll miss you too, dear. No, not dear. Man bull. One change of clothes and a 30-minute drive through rush hour traffic later. Fred, what took you so long? I was having panic attacks. I... No time to talk now. The discussion's starting. Discussion? I thought this was a concert. Concert? Hell no! It's a question and answer session. You think I'd let a per you perform a concert by yourself? Well, I am one of the complacents. Fred, if it were a concert, I'd have had Agnuard Duros go up there and do his juggling act. I'd burn the arena down before I let you go on. Fred, you can't sing. What do you mean? I can't... Now, get on stage. You're being introduced. Um. Yes, and uh, now to get on uh, the root of the poisonous weed that is corrupting the minds of our children, <coughs> let's meet the popular and successful local band, The Complacents. Uh, hi. Gosh, these How people come there's don't just look one too of them? friendly. I thought they were a whole band. Look at him. He's a freak. These rock stars are all the same. Rock and roll means sex, you know. I don't like his looks. Actually, he looks rather clean-cut. Pat Boone was clean-cut, and he turned down, turned my boy onto Hooch. But look how his collar is buttoned up. He looks like a really nice young man. I guess he is kind of square. I like him. I like the complacent. Have you ever heard his music? No. Have you? I thought it was better to come here with an objective opinion. I wonder what kind of music it is. Well, um... Good to have you here, uh, the complacents. Now, do we have any questions from the good folks who have come out tonight? Yes. I was wondering if you could play us a song. A song? Oh, no. Uh, ma'am, as the complacents manager, I have to express my regret that I cannot authorize a performance of such a song at this time. Uh, but we want to hear his music. Yeah. 
Uh, no, I'm sorry, it's... Uh, Mr. Creamsicle, may I remind you that you submitted the complacence to whatever questions the audience might present them. But I, I never said... Ed and may I further remind you, Mr. Creamsicle, that this audience represents a significant portion of this community, and therefore a significant portion of your potential sales. Yes, but irregardless, Fred didn't bring any instruments, and he... He just... can sing a cappella. Yeah! yeah. Yeah! Come on! Sing! Mr. Creamsicle. Fred, what are you gonna do? You can't sing! Oh, I wish Marlo were here. You can't sing! Do something! Come but on, don't sing! sing. Marlo! Sing! Marlo! Sing! Come on! Come on! Quiet, everyone! He's going to sing! I can sing! With the rest of the crowd, I can sing it out big and out loud. They tell me my voice sounds like crushed frogs. They tell me not to quit my day job. I don't care what the critics say. I will sing my song anyway. Though I sing from my heart, people tell me to sing to myself. But if it's only in my head, it's not singing. Oh my. God. Lord, Lord, Lord! Mm. Horrible lyrical content! <laughs> never allow our children to drink from the well of your poison again! We'll, we'll never allow our children to drink from the well of your poison again! We'll never allow our children to drink from the well of your poison again! We'll never allow our children to drink from the well of your poison again! We'll never allow our children to drink from the well of your poison again! I feel like I've finally expressed what's been pent up in my heart for so long. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm about to release some of the blood that's been pent up in your heart. Oh, well, Gunner would understand. Yes, he would, Fred, if only he were anywhere to be found. Where has Gunner gone? What are Johnny and Mitzi doing? The world will never know, but here's what you will find out. Next week on The Complacence, new liver for girl felled by mushrooms. I feel fine, Mr. Creamsicle. All I did was trip over some vegetables. But you dropped tonight's dinner on the floor! Now we gotta go back to the supermarket and get some more meat. Council Glitch puts landmark sites in danger. Is that SimCity 2000 you're playing, Fred? Yeah, and I just lost a city thanks to that two-second power outage we just had. Congressman urged TV Brass to clean up Family Hour. Say, Fig, where are you going with that trombone? I'm going to practice so I can be on that new show Wednesday nights at 7 on CBS, the weekly trombone concert. Yes, all of these stories based on today's headlines next week on The Complacence. Only 167 hours from now, here on 89.3 WNUR-FM Evanston, Chicago's Sound Experiment. Stay tuned, title to be determined is next. Back now in the present, here's what's actually coming up on the next episode. The complacents are trapped as someone, or something, is haunting Quonset Hut Pizza. Until next time, this has been the Complacents Podcast. This is Mr. Announcer speaking. <laughs>